Howdy, howdy. Oh my god, what am I saying? Ew. Okay, well, um, welcome back to Life Goals in Progress. We are talking habits today, and I want to just start with the basics, pretty much, of how habits work, because I feel like sometimes that's really helpful. And one of the biggest things that I love about habits and routines and setting up systems for our life is, one, it makes it way easier to just do things pretty much on autopilot. And two, it takes some of the judgment out of the way that we tend to be when it comes to making changes in our lives. I think we beat ourselves up a lot when it comes to the things that we say we're going to do and then we don't do them. And we make it really personalized when in reality it's about our systems and our routines that we have set up. And the more that you practice doing what you say you're going to do, the more your confidence increases and the more that you are capable of in the long term. But habits are the perfect way to make things as easy as possible for ourselves and really make it so that we're not having to make so many decisions all the time because the more that you can put different aspects of your life on autopilot and make it just super simple to execute the more capacity you have for those er other areas of your life like work and play and just your relationships all of those kinds of things so let's get into how to create a new habit maybe get rid of some of our old habits and do it in a way that is sustainable for our lives so habits work in a loop. So it starts with the cue or the prompt that essentially tells you to do the thing. And then from that recognition of doing the thing that you need to do the thing now. So this could be like an alert on a text message, you know, or the time that it is. It's like 3 p.m. time for my workout kind of thing. Some kind of trigger to let you know that it is time to do the habit. Then the next part of the loop is doing the action, doing the routine, and that final stage is a reward. So the way that we operate is we feel like we need to have a reason for the things that we do, right? It has to either bring us pleasure or do something for us physically. We need to feel like that action that we're taking is worth repeating. I want to do a whole episode on rewards because I think this is misinterpreted a lot and people talk about, you know, buying things for yourself or treating yourself to a cookie if you complete something. I think that that is maybe beneficial for very short term, but essentially you want your brain to associate goodness and pleasure from the activities that you are doing that might feel at first like a very hard or difficult thing to do, something that you don't want to do because your current habits that you're working on exchanging with some new habits are probably currently something that you desire more in the short term than something that is more rewarding in the long term. And you would think that these long-term results, like let's say getting a six pack or, you know, getting in shape or writing a book or falling in love. These are all things that we want. A lot of us want these different things, right? Whatever that may be. 
but it's so far into the future that we can't really picture it and it takes so much consecutive days of let's say for the falling in love like going on dates putting yourself out there in the here and now that it's really hard for our brains to process that long-term reward so that doesn't really work we need to find rewards in the little actions that we're taking along the way to keep us motivated so on a really simple scale to show you kind of how the loop operates you could say that waking up in the morning you are triggered by your alarm once that alarm goes off you either snooze it or you get up and ultimately you get up because for a reason because you don't want to be late for work or because you want time before work to get ready and then the reward that you get is not being late for work being on time for work and that makes you want to continue because the consequences also are not desirable right you've maybe been late in the past and gotten crap from your boss about it or whatever so sometimes the rewards are also just the saving ourselves from the punishment of not doing the thing and honestly that works for me all the time with things like working out because I know what it feels like when I don't work out and so therefore I am motivated more to show up for my classes so I think personally the rewards can also just be the opposite of having negative consequences it has positive consequences instead So when we're looking at the cue part, the prompt to do the action, we need to make that as obvious and clear as possible so that we can replicate it each day. And I I feel like you can probably relate to this. There's probably some goals or habits you've tried to work on that you've literally forgot about just because you're in the thick of the day-to-day routine that you already have that you literally just forget about these things that you've added on. And it's so important to prompt yourself and literally make the thing so freaking obvious that it is hard to ignore and make it as easy as possible. So if you were trying to read at night, you would want to put your book on your bed, like make it so obvious like here's the book read it remember and same goes for you know putting out your yoga mat or putting out your supplies for your morning breakfast if you want to eat healthier in that way obviously the things that can't be left out um this is so important in the beginning stages and I know that that can be kind of like a little cluttery and a little annoying long term I personally don't love that but in the beginning stages you want to just make things so obvious for yourself like you could put out a post-it note just some kind of reminder to get you going and what is even better is when you can make appointments so making an appointment for the gym or workout studio to go at the same time every day just to get you in the consistency of doing it because if you are scattered all over the place you don't know what time or what place or any of that, it's using way too much brain power and it's not easy to replicate and automate. That sounds so masculine, but basically you want to make this as stupid simple as you can for yourself so that you don't have to think about it in the future and it just becomes something that you do. Okay, so now we all know also the feeling of when you already have all that figured out, you know what time and place and all of that 
specificity, but you still just don't want to do it. That is where the reward part comes in and you are probably still associating it so heavily with negativity that it is not being something that you are rewarded by. You're not seeing the benefits. There's a few different things that I do in this situation. One, I try to brainstorm different ways that I can meet that same goal in a different way, right? So like if that workout is really just something that I'm totally dreading, then I might try to swap that out with something that I might find more fun. But you also need to know that in those first couple weeks, you're not gonna like something as much as you will in the future. You will start craving that habit more and more the more you do it and the more that you do see those results both mentally and physically. So in those instances where you know that you are doing the thing that you wanna be doing, but it's just been kind of hard to get into. I would say that the Mel Robbins 54321 method helps you to just get out of that cycle of breaking the pattern of talking yourself out of things because that can be the hardest thing. When you give yourself too much time to ruminate on something, you're gonna be able to talk yourself out of it. But if you just literally count down and make yourself get up and do the thing, the more you practice that, the easier that that task becomes. And another big thing for habits is to combine the thing that you don't wanna do with things that you do find pleasurable. That's probably the easiest way to integrate a new habit. Also just the fact that habit stacking is so powerful and I'll do an entire episode on habit stacking. But doing that combining, one, helps that cue aspect, the trigger of your new habit, makes it so much easier because you're associating it with a habit that you're already doing or that you already find pleasurable, so it's easier to integrate into your day. That is such a powerful way to make that habit more enticing, more rewarding. So for example, if you don't want to go to the gym or you know go on the treadmill or something like that, you could make it so that you are watching your favorite TV show only when you do the treadmill. So something like that might make it a lot more enticing to do the activity. And then I think the biggest thing when it comes to habits and creating a new life for yourself essentially is the way that you talk about your habits and the way that you talk about yourself. So this is so important because the best way to make a habit stick is to change your identity. So a lot of us have these mindsets around all of these things that we haven't been able to do in the past. We have so much baggage around them, right? Like we might be like, oh, I'm just not a good cook, right? Or I just hate running. And the more that we perpetuate that mentality, of course it's gonna be hard to get out there and run, or of course it's gonna be hard to go and cook because you already have such a negative mentality or association with your ability to do that. And it might feel like that is just so true for you right now, but I urge you to start progressing that mindset bit by bit. So start by saying, I'm interested in seeing if I can run a couple laps and you know, just build a prawn from there. Or maybe I'll start out with some five ingredient recipes for meals and I'll work on it from there. So you're not lying to yourself and saying, I'm a great cook and like using that affirmation in the, the mirror, you know? but you're still building upon a new identity for yourself that you are capable of doing the thing that you want. And the last thing that I'm gonna say, because we're talking about habits all month long, so there's gonna be a ton of episodes around habits and I don't wanna spill everything in one place to overwhelm, but I would just say that immersing yourself in this new habit is gonna be the best way to make it stick. Like 
hang out with people who are doing the same thing, join a club or, you know, somewhere with accountability or just follow people on Instagram who are doing the same things as you. It is so powerful to be surrounded by like-minded people who are going after similar, similar goals to you. So that just makes it so much easier when you feel like you have the support of other people, whether it's people you actually know in real life, um, friends, family, your partner, whatever. But that doesn't have to be the only source of support. There's so much online available to you to help you along the way for whatever goal you have to set. Always come back to the fact that habits are experiments at first. And it's going to take some time to figure out what works for you and what problems come up along the way. Because a lot of times we'll be like, oh, I'm going to wake up earlier and I'm going to do this habit. And then we recognize like we're snoozing our alarm too much or we're not getting enough sleep or, you know, some other aspect of our routine isn't working, isn't helping us to get to this habit that we want to create for ourselves. So you're going to have to workshop it and you're going to have to try different things to figure out what actually works for you. And I just urge you to not give up in that process because it's not about you and your ability to follow through on this habit. It's really just about the systems you have in place. So just keep altering those and keep figuring out different ways that you can make it work for you because there's more than one way to get to your goal, I promise. (laughs) I am a big workshopper for my goals and habits, so. Um, Okay, I think that is everything, and I am super excited about this series. I hope you're loving it so far, and there's lots more to come. Don't forget that the Etsy shop is now open with lots of new ClickUp templates for you to get your life together. If you don't use ClickUp, it is an all-in-one platform for organizing your life, whether you have projects or goals that you want to manage. We have a life planner that includes a habit tracker, weekly planning, monthly planning, meal planning, budgeting, all-in-one. And uh, it's just such a good resource if you want to plan your life and have a template worked out for you to help you do that. So yeah, I'll leave that link below, but it's also found at lifegoalscollective.etsy.com. All right, see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you rated and subscribed and left a review. It really helps the podcast. And if you are interested in our resources, lifegoalsmag.com has tons of resources for personal development and living your best life. And I now have goal sessions. So if you are interested in making an action plan for goals that you've been wanting to do forever, but you haven't mapped out, maybe you feel a little stuck on the game plan and figuring out how to, you know, make it actually achievable for your life. That will be all linked in the description below. And until next time, come chat with us on Instagram at Life Goals Mag.